Welcome to the Rise of Revitalize podcast, where we give you short, simple messages to help you become the best that you can be. This is your host, Mitch. I hope you are all doing amazing. I have a great episode, great message for you today that relates to entrepreneurship. And if you're not an entrepreneur or you're not a business owner, I still think there's so much value here to the topics of personal development, to growing, to getting better. And what I want to talk about is I want to dispel three entrepreneurial myths, things that I hear in the media, I hear in popular culture all the time about starting a business, about becoming an entrepreneur that I just do not believe are true. They are more or less cliches that I think are misleading. And from my experience, you know, running a beverage company, Revita Energy Tea, over the last two and a bit years, you know, I think I've disproven these things personally. But then I've also had the privilege and I've been very blessed to be able to observe several extraordinary individuals. I've firsthand experience with a man that's a billionaire, three times over, actually. Very, very successful. I worked for him. Amazing man. So I've gotten to see some of his habits, how he approaches business, how he treats people. There's you know, another man, my landlord, who is a 100 millionaire, extremely successful in business. And I've also gotten to get to know him and see how he handles his life and how he handles his business, his people, his personal life. And what I'm finding is some of these common misconceptions about business that I see on LinkedIn, I see in the media, I see you know people that are not even running businesses going around talking about these things. And the first thing is, Become an entrepreneur because you get to be your own boss, right? How often have we heard that, right? Start a business, you get to be your own boss, right? You don't have to answer to anybody. Well, I'm here to tell you that that is one of the most misleading and most untrue, that's even a word, one of the most false things I think can be said about entrepreneurship. Because when you start a business, sure, maybe you're not answering to a boss per se, But you are now answering to all of your customers. Your customers are your boss. Your clients are the people that are supporting your business and are paying your paycheck. That are keeping the lights on in your business. And so when I hear, and I don't hear this ever from super successful people, it's generally from people that haven't started a business or it's this trendy thing to sell some online course where they say, start a business, you know, and here's my 30-day program so that you can become your own boss. Well, let me tell you that the most successful people that I know do not look at business this way. Their clients, their customers, and their employees are their quote-unquote bosses. When you're an entrepreneur, you are answerable not to less people, to more people and almost infinitely more people because you're not just reporting to one boss. You are reporting to every customer. You are reporting to every retail buyer. You are reporting to your employees, making sure that they're happy and they're being pushed forward and they are being productive, right? Any good leader that I believe is a servant leader. They work towards making their people better. They work towards making sure that their employees and their staff are growing and are getting better and are accountable for their performance. 
And so this notion of you should start a business to be your own boss, and sure, there's maybe some exceptions to this, right? Where you're maybe a one-man operation or there's maybe you know certain internet businesses where yes, maybe you are quote-unquote your own boss and you don't have as many customers to answer to. But I would still argue that whoever is supporting your business, whoever your clients are, they are your boss. You know, for me personally, Every single one of my customers that has supported us online or support us in a store, I would do, I would go to the ends of the earth to make them happy. And we have examples of this in our business, you know, where something didn't go right or a customer had a bad experience and I've literally driven to their house with free product to make it up to them. You know, you know, Rob and Carly, my business partners have done the same. So again, this notion of start a business to be your own boss is I think a very dangerous concept. And even if you're not starting you know, a business, maybe you're working in a corporation like I did for a long period of time. Even I think the way people perceive their bosses is, is damaging, right? I think the when you think about a boss, you know, I think of this pretentious person in a suit telling someone what to do and, you know, making your life difficult. And I think that's just the media's portrayal, right, of what a boss really is. But if you're an employee in a business, and I made this adjustment when I was working in the corporate world, you should look at your boss as a client, as a customer. And you should think about how can I serve them better, right? Because at the end of the day, they're signing your paycheck, right? You are accountable to them. You're providing a service that they are paying you for. So in a way, you are a business of one. And I think the way to really get ahead in the corporate world is why don't you walk in your boss's office? You know, if you're working in a corporation, I actually did this. I learned it from Andy Frisella. I've mentioned him many times. He's one of my great business mentors, incredible podcast, Real AF for the MFCEO project. If you haven't listened to it, you definitely should. And he had a podcast about how to become, you know, super valuable within an organization. And he said, the first thing you should do is you should walk into your boss's office Monday morning. You should say, good morning, Mr. Mr. Boss. How can I help you this week? What can I do to make your life easier? I bet you if you did that, your boss, most of them, would stand there with their mouth open because it is so uncommon. It is so infrequently done that that will almost immediately make you incredibly valuable to the organization that you are working for. And like I said, when I was working in oil and gas, I actually did this one time. I walked into my boss's office after hearing this podcast and you know, I chatted with him for a little bit and I said, Hey, you know, how can I, what can I do to help you? You know, what do you got going on your agenda here this week? And what can I do to make your life easier? And I could see the shock in his face. And you know what he did? He gave me a bunch of tasks to help him out. And some of those tasks weren't very fun. But you know what? I did them. And I did them with pride. And that made me incredibly valuable. And I say that with all humility, but I developed, you know, a really great relationship with him. And it created, you know, I ended up getting raises and bonuses and, and moving up in my career. And it was just something so simple, right? I looked at my boss as a client, as a customer. And now in the business world, I think that same concept applies. Every person that supports your business in some small way is your boss. They are paying you. They are paying your business and you are accountable to do a great job for them. So that's the first myth 
that I would like to dispel. The second myth, and I hear this all the time, this is really popular nowadays. Like I said, I see it on LinkedIn, I see it on social media, and it's this concept of start a business so you can control your schedule or work from anywhere or trade in your nine to five for freedom and this four hour work week and all this crazy stuff. Let me tell you that when you start a business and again, there's probably exceptions to this, but you are trading in your nine to five for a five to nine. If you are going to be successful in business, you are going to have to work harder than you ever have before. And all of the most successful people, those two mentors of mine that I mentioned before, the billionaire and the hundred millionaire, they're the two hardest working people that I know. They work harder than any of their employees. They put in more time on the weekends, more time on holidays. They do not stop. These guys, they're animals. They work harder than anyone else. And they don't work harder because they have to. They work harder because they love it. And that is the beauty of business. It's not that you control your schedule per se or you can work from anywhere. You have to work all the time. You have to be obsessive about your product. You have to be obsessive about your company. You have to be obsessive about serving your clients. Because that is what leads to great success in business. And you're not doing it because you have to. You're now doing it because you want to. Right? And if you read about Steve Jobs or Phil Knight or Andy Frisella, these amazing men who have accomplished extraordinary things in business, right? I've read Steve Jobs' biography. You know, I've read Phil Knight's book. These guys worked longer and harder than anyone, not because they had to, because they wanted to. Because they were passionate about their business. So did they control their schedule? I guess, sure. In a way they did, but this concept that you can just work from your laptop on a beach and create a successful business, I think is really dangerous because there might be some internet businesses where sure that's viable. Like I said, there's always exceptions to the rule, but those are the exceptions, not the rule. And the true greats in business, in sports, in life, they work harder than anyone else. Look at the greatest athletes, right? They're great not just because they're talented. They're great because they put more time in. They're relentless about their pursuit. So this idea that become an entrepreneur so that you can quote unquote work less or work from anywhere. Sure, you know, being an entrepreneur provides you with some freedom that you maybe wouldn't have otherwise if you're working for someone else. But let me also tell you that you should expect to work way longer and way harder than you ever did working for someone else if you're going to be a successful entrepreneur and not just a flash in the pan. And I'm learning this firsthand. I work very hard in my corporate world, in my corporate life. You know, I would often come in on the weekends. I would put in long days at the office. But now I'd say I'm putting in almost double the time that I was before. But I'm infinitely happier, right? I'm infinitely happier because I'm working towards my purpose, and I'm getting to serve people and I'm getting to make a difference in the world and I can feel myself getting better every day. And that's the power of this entrepreneurial journey. It's not about controlling your schedule. It's not about working from a laptop on a beach. It's about creating something of value and making the world a better place and creating something that really makes a difference in people's lives. And this third entrepreneurial myth that I want to dispel is this concept of people become entrepreneurs just to make a lot of money, right? Or even that entrepreneurs or you know business leaders are greedy and it's just about the money for them. 
right? Uh, you hear this all the time, right? I think it's it's popularized in media, right? That these big CEOs and these you know big successful business moguls are greedy, or somehow that they're you know not moral people because they have a lot of money. Well, let me tell you that couldn't be further from the truth. And again, there's exceptions, but these big business successes, you didn't see that those first five years in business or their first 10 years in business, what they had to do. And most of the really successful men and women that have really quote unquote made it right, ended up making it financially. If you really read about what their first, you know, five years in business was like, a lot of them didn't take a paycheck. They lived above the poverty line. They got up and went to work and worked harder than anyone else because they were passionate about their product. They were passionate about helping people. And over the course of the time, over the course of time, that ended up making them a lot of money. But it wasn't about the money for them, right? The most successful entrepreneurs that I know, money is nothing more than a scorecard. It's not about the money. It's about the impact. It's about helping people. It's about creating opportunity. It's about creating jobs. It's about leaving a mark on the world. And so when I hear, you know, people, oh, I'm starting a business because I want to be, you know, I want financial freedom and all these monetary reasons, right? Or I want to drive a Lamborghini. Now, I don't believe there's necessarily anything wrong with that. You know, if you want to start a business because you want to drive a Lamborghini one day, well, I want to drive a Lamborghini one day too. I think that's great. And sometimes you need those monetary goals to push you through some really difficult times. But let me tell you that the greats, and if you really want to be extraordinary and you want to accomplish amazing things in business, it can't just be about the money. There has to be a bigger purpose. You have to be starting a business, one, because you're passionate about it, but more than anything, because it solves a problem and it makes people's lives better, right? And the same can be said for a career. If you want to advance in your career just to make more money, I promise you it's probably not going to happen. You should advance in your career because you want to become a better leader, because you want to add more value to your organization, because you're passionate about what you do and you want to do it at a higher level, right? The money is a reward. It's a benefit. It's a byproduct. Money is, like I said, you know, to this billionaire that I know, It's not about the money for him. He could have retired 20 years ago, right? Imagine having a billion dollars, but it's not about that for him. You know, I've seen him in meetings, right? I've seen how he handles himself. It's maybe a scorecard, but he gets more excited about, you know, that new employee that now has a career where he can buy a house and put his kids through college one day, right? It's about creating jobs. It's about creating value. It's about creating something that is going to stand the test of time. And change the world. And so this idea, again, that becoming an entrepreneur is all about, or even becoming, you know, high up in a business or an organization, or even in a sport, you know, making the NBA or making the NHL is just about the money. It's not. And if you're going to be truly successful, truly good at what you do, and, you know, I'm not making any money yet in my business. I'm, you know, coming up on two years now without a paycheck because I realize that that's the price that's going to have to pay to grow Revite Energy Tea, my beverage company, into something amazing that changes a lot of lives and helps a lot of people. Sacrifices are going to be, need to be made. And so I'm making less money than I ever did in my, you know, in my working life. But I'm 
so much happier and so much more fulfilled because I'm doing something that gives my life purpose and allows me to help people and create careers and solve problems. So that's what entrepreneurship fundamentally should be about or getting better in life. It shouldn't be about the money. And the money is great and you need it and it's very important and I'm not discounting that or discrediting that. And if you have a business that can't lead to a lot of financial success, yes, maybe you should probably reconsider some of the decisions that you're making. You know, I know that the money's gonna come with Revita at some point, but that's not why I'm doing it. You know, it's a maybe tertiary motivation, right? But my primary motivation, what gets me out of bed and gets me excited and, and gets me fired up to come to work every single day is about the people. It's about the impact. It's about the legacy. So those are the three entrepreneurial myths that I wanted to dispel today. I think these are things that hopefully can make you think about your business, about your life, about how you're going to get better. Focus on purpose. Focus on creating something of value and solving problems. Understand that, you know, controlling your schedule, trading in your nine to five, working from anywhere, that is an exception to the rule, not the rule. You should be willing to work longer and harder than you ever have before if you really want to get to, you know, the place in your life that you want to get to. And this notion of becoming your own boss, it's just not true. Because the people that you're serving, the people that are supporting your business, they are your boss. They're the people that you are accountable to, and it is your duty to serve them. Hope you got some value out of this podcast. I hope you all have an incredible week. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>